0: RTS Podcast starts right now. It's a Sunday fun day here at the Lightspeed Equipment Studios RTS Podcast presented by GT Transport LLC. Mark Meyerhoff, up crew chief. Mike Mueller, driver of the 61 and 87 UMSS Sprint Cars.
1: What's going on, my man? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Just got done enjoying a great 4th of July extended weekend. Yeah, for you. Yeah, I did. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God, man. Seriously, like when you were like, yeah, I got the whole week off.
1: Yep. I was like,
0: kiss my ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, sir.
0: Crawling around in ductwork down in Minneapolis doing warranty work the last three days. Oh, man, that does not sound like fun. No, it was not fun, and I do not want to go into detail about it. We'll save that for an unorthodox. (laughs) But uh, hey, we're back here. Episode 95 of the RTS podcast. And uh, we got a lot to recap. You know, it was a Fourth of July weekend last weekend. So hopefully uh, everybody had a great and safe Fourth of July weekend. From what I saw across the social media platforms, nobody lost a digit or any toes or an arm or anything. So I think everybody that uh, is incorporated with us or that we know came out, uh, came out good. It does sound that way, Mark. So, I mean, you look like you got all your fingers and toes, so
1: eyebrows are still there, uh, beard's still in place, you're you're good. You know, if this looks good, then we're good to go, man. (laughs) I didn't light off one firework this whole 10-day stretch. That's a lie. Not one. That's a lie. What did I light off? Bottle rockets. I didn't technically light the bottle rocket. You were a part of the bottle rocket. So let's just recap this. We put two bottle rockets in the wing post. It was more than two. (laughs) And just let her rip. Yeah, no, it was actually a pretty good idea.
0: The neighbor, was funny. Dougie Fresh, you know, across the street, he comes over and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, washing the car, getting it ready for the parade. And he's got bottle rackets. And, uh, you know, we were like, well, I mean, like I said, I'm not in the. it's just a bottle rocket, but I'm not willing to risk the biscuit. Right. So then Mike's like, just put it in the wing post because we had the car sitting outside in Sands, washing it for the parade for the 4th and uh it worked out perfect we had two in the top and two in the nose wing post and it uh, worked out great
1: that was pretty funny
0: no did we snapchat that
1: yes we did
0: is that on you was that on yours
1: i have a video okay we
0: might have to get that over to me and now uh, we can get it on the rts facebook page it's not a bad idea and uh, so everybody can see these type of shenanigans.
1: That was pretty funny.
0: But for anybody for living here in uh, the great old city of uh, Schaefer, Minnesota, USA, zip zip, zip code five five zero seven four, uh, on Facebook we're a part of like a uh, a group, Buffalo Ridge Schaefer community group, right? Yep. Everybody in their mom, like seriously, this whole week everybody's been posted in there because people have been lighting off fireworks all week. Because a lot of people are probably in the same situation as you, Mike, where they had. The whole week off. I'm sure. Plus, it was Carl Oscar days in Lindstrom this last weekend. Plus, half them people probably don't even work. There's (laughs) a chance. (laughs) So, people have been lighting fireworks off around, you know, whether it's been... uh, So, we're considered where the Lightspeed Equipment Studios are is technically Old Town Schaefer. And then, like, Buffalo Ridge, which is right down the way, yep. is uh, the new development in Schaefer. Well, people have just been blasting fireworks off all week, and everybody and their moms just been bitching and bitching and bitching. Well, I get it. Like, fireworks go off at our place. Our dog's barking like a, like right. a some be. That's where I just cranked the TV up to, like, 50 <laughs> and drowned it out. But just the comments that I've been reading, dude, it has been hilarious. And since you live here, I should just, like, you should just join the group so you can well, read Oh, I'm in the group. You are? Yeah, I oh. did
1: catch a little bit of it this morning.
0: It's been hilarious. Just
1: a bunch of Karens whining.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I get it, man. Like, if you're going to set them off, I'm all for it. Set them off. But, like, I think the cutoff should be, like, 10, 30, ish Maybe. Yeah. Depends on how many Steve Weisers you've had. I'd say probably midnight. Oh, that's getting pretty late. I got to wake up at like quarter to five. Yeah, but not on a holiday weekend. It, well, the holiday <laughs> weekend. No, okay, don't. if it would have been between Saturday and Tuesday of the 4th, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that.
1: But not like Thursday, August 15th. That doesn't work for you? Yeah, <laughs> at like two
0: in the morning, I'm out. But oh, August man. 15th, I do have that day off. So do what you wish. Right. Because <laughs> so, I'll be recuperating from Knoxville that week. Plus, getting tattoo work done that day as well. Perfect. Uh, But uh, yeah, 4th of July weekend, man. It was a blast celebrating America. We spent it out at Cedar Lake Super Speedway uh, with the greatest show on dirt, The World of Outlaws. It was a great weekend. It was. Uh, You know, it's uh, one of those uh, race weekends. You know, we always are like, oh, man, Memorial Day weekend. It's a blast. You know, for us not being involved in anything, just getting up and being able to watch like four to five straight race, different type of races in a row, you know, Monaco, Indy. NASCAR Houston's race that night it's a great date. get the grill rolling you're drinking beer but when now you're a part of it like we are at Cedar Lake with the woo it just makes it 10 times better and it's just a great atmosphere to be a part of plus the fireworks
1: show on Saturday night was amazing yeah Cedar Lake always is the best fireworks show and once again this year they did not disappoint it was awesome
0: no but apparently I think the drone operator for dirty vision must have a lot of battery must have died in in the PS2 controller I don't know And, uh, yeah, there's a smoke show from apparently from what we read about on Dirt Vision. I didn't get a chance to see it yet. I'll have to go back and watch. We'll have to go back and uh, check the footage on that one. Yeah. We'll have to go back and check the footage. But uh, other than that, man, great 4th. We were part of the 4th, like, 4th of July parade. Ton of fun until the rain came. Yeah. Um, I was in the truck, so I stayed dry. Yep. Uh, Everybody else outside, you, Taylor, my mother-in-law, Taylor's aunt, Stephanie, Ryan, Uh, thank you to all of you. And the girls, mm-hmm. the, the, all of you that came out and helped us with the 4th of July parade. But y'all got wet.
1: Yeah, we got soaked. My bad. It's all good. I just, didn't want to drive. No, just circumstances. But watching that front come in when we were in the parade was kind of cool to see. So it was just a matter of time before it showed up. But oh. yeah, luckily, we made it halfway through. It would have been really sucked. Would have really sucked to have been sitting there and parade not even starting and getting wet.
0: Well, luckily enough. So in years past, we've been near deep, the back. Near the back. Well, thank God for, you know, Frankie, Frankie G. Frankie G and the nonprofit G&E Motorsports. 63, 62. You know, they swindled a deal. So we had Ronnie... Well, in the 62 cars ahead of us. Yeah. yeah they're flow 35. Be the last time that 62 was in front of me. <laughs> well, we passed them on the way out. That's so right. we made it all count. Uh, but uh, so we were towards the front. Thank God. When yeah. we thought we were going to dodge the rain because the radar was saying we should have been out of there by it was going to swing in about 1130. And about the time we got done with the parade was about 1130. Yep. And it just swooped in early. But like you said, the front coming in and out, it was just like all of a sudden it was nice out the morning. We we're getting everything loaded. Beautiful. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, we're like you said, we're probably just made the turn on the 61
1: over by Mallards. And there came the rain. Yes. It was just a light sprinkle, then it was just a consistent rain for almost the next two hours. It was pretty wild. No, it was uh, it was pretty crazy.
0: All of a sudden, rain come down. Stephanie hucked the girls into the front seat of the truck. I'm not kidding you, man. Those two little girls that Stephanie and Nick have, mm-hmm. uh, adorable. They are. they are. They are. They are sitting in there, and they are just chatting my ear off. I mean, like, how old are they?
1: I think they're f- Five or six.
0: Are they acting like and they're we'll like the, they're acting like they're sixteen. Yeah. Not by like nothing, just the way they talk and the way they communicate with each other, and they're just like, man, that parade was so much fun. I threw candy. I almost hit a kid. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm like, Just laughing, trying to keep my eyes on the road because driving through that parade, man, it is the most stressful thing ever. Because the float in front of you is obviously tossing candy out. Right. Kids are darting out in the middle of the road. And I'm just freaking out. Like, kids, I'm just like, whoa, kids, like, it's just so stressful. Like, I've done it two years in a row now, man. Johnny did it the first year, and I just to me, it's stressful. That's why, like, next year, anybody that's listening to this, if you – I'll buy you a case of beer, pack of smokes, whatever you choose – and you can come drive my truck with the whatever car we're hauling at a time probably mike's again on whatever trailer we're gonna have at that time probably donnie's and if you want to come drive i will compensate you for your time you get to be in the parade and have the window down wave
1: at all the pretty people and i just i'm done i can't do it yeah it's a lot of work we ran out of candy again dude it's insane and we had more candy I think
0: there was more people at the parade this year. It was deep. Yeah, than there was last year. Yeah. And even though weather was a threat last year and it wasn't so much a threat this year, it just came in later.
1: Dude, it was packed. It was the most prepared parade I've ever seen. I've seen more easy ups there than like a concert. It was just crazy. People underneath them partying. It was a blast, man. Every year it seems like it gets bigger and bigger.
0: No, it it absolutely does, and uh, it's it's always a good time. You know, you write you ride, uh, you drive through where the Legion is in Forest Lake. They've got the the PA system sound up, uh, set up, and they announce you coming through. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so it, it's pretty good. You know, and they read off what we type up for them and everything. So it's good publicity for us. Plus, you know, we got the banners. You know, it helps when you got kiddos involved. Everybody loves the kids. We had the Chevy dog mascot. He mm. was in there as well, killing it. Uh, the RTS speed wagon you know Taylor was behind the wheel of that and uh man it's it, it's a good time. I love Fourth of July weekend especially like you said you get Cedar Lake with the World Outlaws you get the parade which we've done that three years in a row. Um it's just a good time. It's a good pub for us and uh, uh I like I said thank you to everybody that helped out with that. Like I said uh Taylor, her mom, her aunt, uh Ryan Buck was there. He was driving the he was riding the unicycle. Um he was getting called out on it. Yep. <laughs> that was that. pretty funny. And uh, Stephanie and the girls and just everybody. Thank you so much for helping us out with that. We really appreciate it. Yep. It was a blast. But uh, other than that, man, uh, 4th of July, we had some racing. We're going to have to recap on that here in a little bit. Uh, But it was an off weekend for us this weekend. Finally, an off weekend for the UMSS. Nobody UMSS affiliated unless you went somewhere else and did something else. Nobody raced. Nobody raced. It was great to have an off weekend, Mike. It really was, man. Just caught up on a bunch of sleep. Didn't do a whole lot and man, it feels good. I don't think if you if anybody would have woke you up, you probably would've slept from Tuesday night of July fourth up until right now when
1: we're recording. Dude, it was uh it's been really hectic this last two months. It's been insane just getting everything ready and working and everything. It's just it's been just wild. So no, it felt good to actually sleep. Sleep in. That's what I like to do is sleep in to like, you know. Noon, two o'clock in the afternoon. It's just the best. That's what like 15 year olds do in middle school. That's fine. I don't care. I love it. I love sleeping in. What time is so
0: if you're sleeping in that late, what time are you going to bed? Like midnight. That's well, that's why you're getting like 12 hours of sleep. It's amazing. Go to bed at like nine. Oh, no, it just feels good to sleep in, Mark. Go to bed at 10. There's no way. You're 35 years old, Mike. Thanks for calling me out. Everybody already knows that <laughs>
1: <laughs> they can look it up on Facebook. Yeah. Yep, no sleeping ends the best and I love it. It was great.
0: So if anybody's doing a time watching this right now, it's currently Sunday afternoon at two forty in the afternoon that we're recording episode 95 here of the RTS podcast. Mike's been up for maybe two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so he's fresh. He's rejuvenated. I am. He's ready to go. Uh, we're about 12 minutes into this disaster that we call a podcast and, uh, you know, I'm just glad, you know, you, you look fresh. You got a, a Smirnoff screwdriver in your hands. A little Sunday fun day action here at the Lightspeed Equipment Studios. I think it's time to turn it up. Let's go. Let's get after it, man. Well, uh, hey, you know, the whole point of this podcast is talk a little bit of racing. Yeah. Uh, we kind of went a little unorthodox there. You know, see what I did there at the yep. beginning of this episode. But, hey, 4th of July weekend, man, it's it's a blast. It is. It really is. One of the best. No, it really is. But let's uh, let's recap 4th of July
1: at Cedar Lake Super Speedway with the greatest show on dirt, the World of Outlaws. It was pretty good, man. Friday night, World of Outlaws. I think there was, at 32 cars? I mean, can't it's a good car count for good, what's going on right now. So drew, uh, you know, 88 like normal. Yeah, oh, high the, number. Started in the back of the heat race. Yeah, go us. Woo! <laughs> So I figured, you know, six or third, get us in the redraw. We ended up second. I think if the yellow doesn't come out, we win the heat race. But Brad Cunningham came down, threw a little little blocking action on me. So he won the heat race, so that was cool. Um high point man and uh redrew Ta- the eight. Timeout. Timeout. I just want to point out Brad
0: won a heat race and he did not go to victory lane. Or get out of his car. So I'm disappointed. Cool. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I just want to put that out there. Uh, you know, we said it, we made a deal. If he did it again. He was driving up to victory lane, getting out of the car, and doing his interview with Chase Rodman right there. That would have been great. But, uh, Brad, we're going to have to have a talk about this, man. we have to have <laughs> a talk. But, uh, yeah, heat race winners, like Mike was talking about, Brad Cunningham, Zach Wittes, Nick
1: DeRonco, three heat races. We had 25 non-wingers there on Friday night, man. Not bad. At all. Yeah, I was pretty surprised with the, with the car kind of being at 25, considering there was another race going on that took some of the competition away. So it was a good night for the UMSS. It definitely
0: was, man. And uh, I want to also point out there that the RTS Hot Lap Champ Award is back. I did see that. It started that off this 4th of July weekend at Cedar Lake Super Speedway. And uh, your winner of one, George Washington. 100 pennies. The number 93 of Bad Brad brad peterson congratulations sir one dollar richer quick time and hot laps quick time
1: yep, don't spend that all in one place
0: i told him man it's like you take that dollar you run up to the casino portion of cedar lake super speedway resort spa casino shake a day shake a day you just you you win that you're welcome thank you rts podcast it's very true see yeah pays to be quick and
1: hot I laps. two shake it is over the weekend and one at a full house both times to get a free drink up at the Speedway? Yeah. Was I there for that? No. Oh, thanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. Could have turned that dollar into a free cockatooie. You definitely could have, man. So the RTS Hot Lap
0: Champ Award back for the rest of the season. You set quick time, $1 richer. There you go. Something right. to look forward to, everybody. Absolutely. But uh, come future time, no surprise here. The Reign of Terror continues on the UMSS non-wing portion of, uh, of the division. Nick DiRocco. He didn't wasn't easy for him. Wasn't easy. Chris Lewis coming home second. Put up a hell of a fight trying to get that win at Cedar Lake Speedway.
1: Yeah, Chris in the Joker car, man, they were fast. He threw a couple sliders on Duronco and it was a heck of a race. I think I was running about fourth at that time, so I got to sit back and watch it all unfold. And it was uh, it was a pretty good race. We were all right there and Duronco's fast right now. So he's driving the wheels off that car and Chris Lewis is getting quicker and Wittis is consistently right there in the top three right now. So Absolutely. Uh, the non wing Class is pretty damn fast
0: yes it is and like i said chris uh we had a plethora of cautions involved there that gave chris multiple options i believe he threw a slider on nick at one point did get out there for a hot second but then nick crossed him back over and uh was able to retain the lead but uh, it was a it was a hell of a battle it was a fun wa- uh, fun race to watch uh zach wittes and 10z coming home third mikey mueller in the 87 our car you know we're just uh finishing fourth man collecting rts bonuses yet again
1: that is right an 86 dollar rts bonus for finishing fourth 4th on the 4th of July. Thanks a lot, Mark. It's Taylor. rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. That's how it always works sometimes, man. It's crazy. No, I was
0: like, so I'm not trying to look forward too far because we still got Saturday night's person to show to talk about, but I was like, after you finish 4th on Friday night, I was like, I swear to God, if he finishes 4th on Saturday, I'm done. I'm just going to take 50 bucks a night and just give it to some random driver. I can't do this anymore. Just do a random draw. I'll probably win that too. Probably. <laughs> I was like, this is getting out of control. <laughs> and then rounding out your top five in the nagging portion, number 93, Brad Peterson. So your top five, Nick Duranco, Chris Lewis, Zach Wittes, Mike Mueller, and Brad Peterson. Friday night, 25 cars at Cedar Lake Super Speedway. And then for the World Outlaws, I mean, Cedar Lakes is ATM. Yeah. It really is. Brad Sweet picking up another win at Cedar Lake. Logan Schuhr coming home
1: second. And your guy, David Gravel, coming home third. Sweet's always been fast at Cedar Lake. He wins a lot there, like you said. And it was a heck of a race, man. Everybody got flat tires. Rico was super fast. I mean, Cedar Lake just puts on some of the best World of Outlaws race, and it's crazy. Obviously,
0: World Outlaws show up. They're pretty much in control of what's going to happen to the track. Yep. Probably, I mean, just for us in general, the best track we've had at Cedar
1: Lake all year, hands down. For both days, it was phenomenal. I mean, you put a little work into that track, and you get two grooves. You get a great sprint car track. I mean, it was phenomenal both days, top a bottom. It was racy. People charging from the back to the front, from the front to the back. It put on one one great show all weekend. I
0: agree with you, man. Let's move on to Saturday night's portion of the show. UMSS style uh, record-setting car count for the UMSS on Saturday night. 33 wing cars checking into the pits for Saturday night, man. Uh, it was amazing to see. It was a sprint car plethora in the back pit area at Cedar Lake on
1: Saturday night. Yeah, pretty wild. 33 UMSS and 33 World of Outlaws. There were 66 wing cars in the pits. I don't think that's ever happened, so that was pretty damn cool to see.
0: Not bad at all. You're a uh, hot lap champ for Saturday night? And you called it. Handsome Todd Hanson. Yep. in the 63 car, $1 richer. We don't know what he did with that $1.
1: Yeah, I can probably guess. but
0: I bet I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. But yes, uh, Hot Lab Champ Saturday night, UMSS Wing Division, number 63, Todd Hansen. Heat race winners. We had four of those bad boys we on did. Saturday night. Uh, Pat Hakenen, Owen Carlson, Luke Nellis, and Jamie Oxton took home your heat race wins. And then uh, come future time. I feel like Mike's going to have PTSD on this one. Chase V Brock, the nightmare, last lap, last corner pass on uh, my guy across the table from me in the 61 car, the Kirchner team racing car. Mikey you led 19 and seven eighths of a lap on that bad boy.
1: I think technically led about 108 laps with all the yellows. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was a caution fest, and it's just, it's kind of, it is what it is, but it's just sad that we can't have a good race because there's so many cars spinning out in the back and it's the same cars. So that's something that I think the series needs to look into because the last couple of races have been out very caution filled and everywhere we've been. And it's usually not like that. It's usually caution free and it has been multiple times. I I agree with you on that. I mean, uh, with 33
0: cars showing up on Saturday night, uh, we had to run a B. Yep. We had to run a B. Which is a good thing. Yep, which is good, man. I mean, I'm all for it. You know, you get an amount of cars like that, and especially to what you just hit on, Mike, you know, we've got new people that are coming into this series. And whether they're coming from a different division of racing or have never raced at all, they still deserve a chance to race. Yep. Now, if you're running in a B main, There's nothing against that because now you're running against other drivers that it might be at the same
1: level as you. Same caliber. Exactly. And you're able to go out there. You're going to I think we ran what a 12 lap B main. I think it ended up getting cut down because there were so many cautions in that as well. And we were running
0: late because we were on dirt vision. But right. Right. I mean, and so normal circumstances, you're going to get 12 laps. Yep. Those are 12 valuable laps that you're going to get behind the wheel racing basically almost wherever you want you're not having to worry about 3 to 4 laps into the race getting chased down by the leaders and yep. being told to hold your line. And so now you can go out there and okay, if I want to try running the low side, I'm going to run low. I'm going to run high, I'm going to run high. If I'm going to run the middle, I'm going to run low. You can almost run your race. Run your race. Yep. And not have to worry about getting run over. And that's just valuable seat time to where these guys are going to get better and that when we come to feature time and we're starting 24 cars, You know, this is stuff is that's all going to get eliminated. So I applaud the UMSS for running a B. And at the same time, which for all these drivers that are new, hey, welcome to the series. We want to race with you. It's just, you know, we've got to get this dialed in because obviously the guys up front, you know, we're still trying to run a race and be competitive and put on a hell
1: of a show. Yeah, we can't be lapping cars in three to four laps, Mark. It's dangerous, and it's only a matter of time before something bad's going to happen. So maybe we need to go down to 20-car fields, something like that, and you know, have more cars sit out and watch and learn. But should definitely figure something out. But other than that, I mean, having that many cars, it's pretty badass at Cedar Lake.
0: Yes, it's it's healthy for the series. It just shows that the wing portion and the non-wing portion of the UMS, it's healthy. We're getting cars. There's yeah. cars in the area, yep. and even some guys are coming down from up north uh, Nobody from Al West came out this weekend, but I mean, they've come out once in a blue moon to race with us. And it just goes to show that the series is healthy. It's just the fact of, you know, we've got to be smart about this because it's safety's number one priority. Right. Number one priority. And I want to just applaud a lot of our rookie drivers or second year drivers. I mean, they're pretty much holding their own, like from what I've seen out there. And obviously, Mike, you have a different perspective on this because you're buying the wheel. But uh majority of everybody, they're, you know, holding their line, staying out of the way. Not, but obviously, when you get certain track conditions and people are learning like a dry, slick track like we had, it can't hammer back on the throttle. Nope. You know, it's, it's all throttle control at that point. And that's stuff that they have to learn, hence why we run a B. I agree with you. Hats off to everybody for a heck of a weekend out at Cedar Lake Speedway. But uh, Chase v getting uh, the win on Saturday night. Uh, The Nightmare continues at uh, Cedar Lake Speedway. Mike Mueller coming home second. Congratulations, buddy. I'm proud of you for that one. We thought you had it. We thought you had it. It was going to be if you would have won that Cedar Lake probably wouldn't have had the races this last Saturday.
1: Yeah, You never know.
0: Uh, Luke Nellis coming home third in the 74. Jamie Oxton coming home fourth and Ken Rohn 410 Ken coming home fifth and Jamie Oxton picking up the RTS bonus fourth place finish on Saturday night. Congratulations to Jamie on that. He ran a hell of a race as well and luckily enough I caught him and was like hey man you want back in on this deal and thank god he bought a sticker nice good (laughs) good
1: deal man congrats to him he's a good kid
0: no jamie is a good driver good guy everything it's always a always a good time talking to him so with that being said i think we got majority of everybody hit up with the rts bonus stickers for the bonuses i know there might be a couple of you still trickling around there you might be him and and han or whatever you want to do but uh last announcement and obviously i mean we'll keep promoting it if you want in on this deal Five bucks a sticker. Put the sticker on your car. You're eligible for RTS bonuses. Mike's won three out of the four. Jamie finally put a stop to that. (laughs) But uh, we might have some bonuses this weekend coming up for MTS this weekend. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, five bucks a sticker and all all the sales of any stickers, whether they're from the driver's, Fans, friends, family, you name it, all of those sales go right back to the RTS Drivers Fund and go right back to the UMSS Drivers, so make sure you get that RTS sticker on your car. And then World of Outlaws-wise, Saturday night, oh man, i never seen Mike Woo
1: Girl it so much on a Saturday. There's nothing better than seeing your hero run the bottom like that, just like a boss. It was pretty damn cool. It's like I told you, Mike, when we were when you were racing, I was up
0: against the fl- I was up against the fence, and right behind me was David Gravel. Yeah. He had the notebook out, pen, Diggy. took a couple videos, <clears throat> nice. and he's like, Look where this 61 car's running. That's gonna be there for me.
1: I'm pretty, telling you. Pretty incredible. So, I mean, and he even said it in your Snapchat. Yeah, Gravel was fast, man. Like you said, slow and steady wins the race. So he was hustling that bottom. Another great race, man. People coming from all over on the track. It was super racy. Cedar Lake, like I said, it's just phenomenal. 410 sprint car racing at that track.
0: No, awesome race. Saturday night with the World of Outlaws. David Gravel. Picking up the win at Cedar Lake. Spencer Baston coming home second. And Jacob Allen, why? Because the bottom was there. It was there and fast. <laughs> That's all of a sudden just like five or seven to go or whatever it was. All of a sudden you're just seeing that 1A car just coming. I'm like, hey, here we go. We yep. got a race.
1: Yep. There would have been a yellow. It would have been interesting to see what he could have done. But, man, those guys were fast. And it's so cool watching them guys fly around that track.
0: No, it's, uh, it's one of those things, especially now with the high limit series with Brad Sweet and uh, Kyle Larson. And with how they work their schedule, it's like okay, maybe just maybe, you know, if we can, you know, if we get a hold of the higher ups at Cedar Lake Speedway, we've seen the product that now this the product that the four hundred and ten wing cars put on if, at Cedar Lake, whether it's IRA, World of Outlaws, whatever. Now they're in our neck of the woods, bouncing around from North Dakota South Dakota iowa wisconsin minnesota for like a good month yeah that's a lot lot around here for a good month and now you're telling me that if you get a high limits race at cedar lake speedway and kyle larson's gonna be there on a tuesday night that'd be pretty badass come on man
1: that'd be sweet come on man be insane get some of the knoxville boys up you get well i mean high limits got 32 guys following it so there'll be plenty of cars there it'd Um, be It'd be one heck of a race. Dude,
0: I'm telling you, this is something that needs to be looked into. I've already put a bugaboo in a certain person's ear about this. Nice. It needs to happen. it be pretty cool. The racing would be crazy. Even, like, the whole factor of, oh, my God, it's a Tuesday night. All it is is what you got to just say, what I just said 30 seconds ago. Kyle Larson. It'd be packed. Lights out. Yep. Needs to happen in 24. Make okay. it happen, Cedar Lake. Yep. Other than that, man, 4th of July weekend. That's pretty much the right cap. Nobody else was really racing. It's gonna be a good uh good coming week
1: with the million starting up on Wednesday. Yes. The Eldora million. I think right now we're at eighty plus. Yeah, the car count has drawn huge over the last couple of days. So it's uh it's gonna be interesting, man. Cannot wait for the four days at Eldora.
0: Yes, uh Millie Wednesday, Thursday, correct? And then King's Royal.
1: Yeah, so Wednesday will be just prelim night, and then Thursday will be the million dollar show. And then Friday will be the night before the King's Royal and Saturday will be the King's Royal.
0: I think the timing couldn't work out any better on that because at least we get to watch the Millie on Thursday before we have to go do our deal on Friday. I
1: cannot wait. It's going to be two awesome shows.
0: Nope. It's going to be good. Like I said, 80 plus cars. That's what we were kind of talking about. If we we're in that 80, 90 range, yep. I think they're going to be good. I, I think they're going to be close to triple digits, man.
1: It's gonna be I mean, a lot of guys probably didn't pre enter and I'm sure there's other guys still looking for rides, so it's gonna be wild. Yep. Oh, I mean, let's look at that, like uh Shane Stewart coming out one off. Yep, Darren Pittman as well. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of heavy hitters from back in the day'll be one off. Oh yeah. And they're in decent rides. Oh, no, they're in good stuff. So it's uh, it all just comes down to the draw, man. You draw good at Eldora and anything is possible. Oh,
0: no, absolutely not. It's gonna be uh gonna be fun watching. I'm gonna have to restock the uh, you are gonna have to restock the beer Fridge. Yep. Oh, I want to talk a little Renegades. We can do that. Let's talk a little Renegades, man. It's uh, like I said, it's Sunday fun day here at the Lightspeed Equipment Studios. We got a little uh, John Deere classic up on the on the tube here uh, watching a little golf waiting for the NASCAR race at Atlanta later tonight. But uh, there was some racing that went down Thursday night at old Grand Rapids Speedway with the Northern Renegades. And we were just talking about him a little bit ago. Got his first win of the season up there. The Joker, Chris Lewis, picking up the win. Ken Rowan second, Casey Hawkinson third, Jesse Greve fourth, and Lance Solem rounding out the top five. Man, that uh, Grand Rapids it sounds like. I don't know. I know you were talking about it. We were kind of him and Han on maybe running up there for a night, going up there to play with them boys and whatnot. I've been putting out some
1: good racing. Yeah, Chris has been fast. Ken's been fast. So it's uh, it's a cool little track. I like going up there and when, I mean I think I've raced there twice now. So it's a fun place, dude. It would. Uh, I just wish it was like two hours closer.
0: Well, it's is it within the Mueller uh, radius? It is. It is. Yep. So it is. It is potential. Yep. It has potential. It's just hard on Thursday night, man. It is, but I think if we plan it right, oh yeah, we make it happen. We can do it. I think we might, we might. I mean, I'm not throwing anything out there right now. 87 might 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 point point the compass north. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. And then. Uh, you know how last time we recorded, Mike, we're like, "Yeah, I think the Northern Renegades are running Proctor tonight." Yep. Yeah, they didn't run Proctor that night. Rained out. Well, they run Proctor tonight. Tonight they do. Yep. And like I said, if we record again within the next two months, we will update you on that Proctor final. Yes, we will. (laughs) So good luck to them guys up there tonight. We'll see you uh, take some of the checkered flag there with the Northern Renegade Sprint Car Series. Uh, Western Renegades, they were in action last night, July 8th at Devil's Lake Speedway. And uh, Mike, I will give you one guess and one guess only to who won. 52 car. Bing, 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 ding, ding. What do we got for him, Johnny? <laughs> M. Soblick picking up the win at Devil's Lake Speedway. Miles Tomlinson second. Eric Gio rounding out the top three. Corey Palm coming
1: home fourth. And Brenton Wise rounding out your top five. I did watch um, Eric Gio's in-car camera from the race, and man, that place is just so much fun. It's wide, it's racy, it's super cool track.
0: Oh, Devil's Lake, dude, it's badass. Yep, it's a it's a cool track. I mean, obviously, you went out there last year. Me and Johnny and David went out there their inaugural race. It's just a cool. It's got character to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, on top of that, then it's got the bar and grill that's attached with the slot machines. I mean, you can't go wrong with
1: that. It's a lot of fun, man. That place is super cool. It's just so wide and racy. Just I wish that was closer as well.
0: Right. No, them guys always putting on a heck of a show out there, which is pretty cool for the Western Renegades. So they had a one off this weekend. Next weekend, they go with support at River Cities with the IRA versus NOSA 410
1: race. Yeah. Two days out there. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun to be at.
0: It would be I'm sure they're going to like you said plethora of 410 wing cars. Yeah. Plus I think you're going to get a good handful of Western Renegade guys. You're going to get some probably Northern Renegade guys out there. Uh what a what a better opportunity to showcase your brand at a show like that.
1: It's going to be phenomenal especially with IRA being on flow. So everything will be on flow racing for them guys. Yeah. Um, one badass sprint car track. It's going to be uh, be a fun one to go to. Even sit home and watch it. Yep.
0: No, I agree. I agree, man. So uh, good luck to all them guys that are going to be racing out there next week at River Cities with the IRA and NOSA. What's coming up for the Renegades here? UMSS. This is the one that we've all been kind of waiting for. We had an off weekend. Yep. Needed it. I was ready for it. I literally vegged all day Saturday. Did absolutely nothing. I just recouped. It was a long week. Yes, it was. This is the one we've been waiting for, man. We talked about this earlier on a previous episode. Debut at Mississippi Thunder Speedway this Friday night, July 14th.
1: 500 to win UMSS non-wing spread cars. Uh, This track is really badass. I raced there back in 2012. So, I cannot wait to go back, man. It's uh it's just the facility's awesome, the track's awesome. It's going to be racy. It's kind of like Deer Creek in a way, so it's got an infield berm and it's high-wide and handsome, so it's going to put on a great show.
0: And that's the other thing. I mean, so like you like you said you you uh we've had a couple guys test down there recently. Uh nothing competitive sprint car wise has ever been ran on that track. Nope. Are we going to see two lanes? Are we going to get a top? Are we going to get a bottom? Are we going to get a third lane? Are we, I mean, how much like what are you thinking as a driver going into this show? Like what what is your perspective going into a track that you sprint car wise have never raced on?
1: Uh it just all depends on track prep and what the weather is, you know, going into that week, you know, weekend for, you know, what it's going to be, but um I think it'll be kind of like it is normally at Cedar Lake, something like that. The track's kind of shaped like Cedar Lake. It might be just a touch bigger, so it's got a little bit wider corners which is not a not we don't go to a lot of tracks like that so it'll be I don't know it's going to be awesome man it's just it's a cool track i think there'll be a bottom i think there'll be a top might even be a middle. You know, you never know. It might get super slick, kind of like Deer Creek does, where it's slick top to bottom. And you can kind of race anywhere, kind of like Ogilvie is sometimes. So I think it'll be it'll be interesting, man. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Uh, your prediction for obviously being a Friday night show down in Fountain City, you know, from where the uh, Lightspeed Equipment Studios are right now, we're about two hours away from the track. Uh, what, what are you thinking
1: car count-wise? Man, I really hope we can get at least 16 cars. I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, a lot of these guys don't like to leave Cedar Lake, but... This is one track that's honestly nicer in Cedar Lake. So it'll be it'll be awesome and it's gonna put on one heck of a show. Sixteen would be great, two heat races and a you know, almost a full feature, so it'll be pretty cool.
0: No, it it should be a good time. I, I can probably for sure say that we will have a RTS bonus on the line for uh Friday night at Mississippi Thunder. And uh, I have to confirm, but uh, was talking to our uh, good friends over at GT Transport. Uh, they will, unfortunately, last time I heard, doesn't sound like they're going to be able to make the trip, but it uh, sounds like they might want to do something to get involved with that. So there might be some extra money on the line Friday night. Perfect. So uh, here's the deal, guys. And we, and we talked about this. Obviously, Mike, you did the two uh, one-offs down in Iowa with the Wings. Um, and then, obviously, we have this deal at Mississippi Thunder. So it's technically, our third track uh for each division that we're going to that's new for us in 2023 yep uh and especially facility like Mississippi Thunder I've never been I've never been there. I'm looking forward to Mississippi Thunder on Friday night just because uh, I've heard and the people I've talked to, just the racing that it puts on, the facility itself. Uh, it's always cool to see these tracks that, you know, even for being two hours away, they're local, that these type of facilities exist. And they're not just you go up to these places. It's just basically, you know, like go to some of these places. It's just a racetrack in the middle of a cornfield. Right. That's still cool. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when you're trying to draw fans to a facility, I mean, you have to have the amenities to do it. And I'm looking forward to going to it. So, like, here's my uh, here's my campaign for it, guys. There's going to be extra money on the line. It's a new track. It's a premier facility. I know, it's a tr- I know it's a drive, but we need to get down there. And let's, you know, hell, let's try to get, t- like Mike said, 16 cars. If we get 20, holy shit. Be nice. It would be a hell of a show to put on down there. And if we can make that a once or maybe a twice a year deal that we get down there going forward. I mean, everybody loves racing, racing at Cedar Lake Speedway. I love it. It's twenty minutes down the road from me, but we need to get out and venture around to different tracks. We need to grow the brand. We need to be diverse, you know, because this just tests. Like for you, Mike, as a driver, like you said, you never driven in a sprint car, so now you out of your comfort zone. You already know how to drive at Cedar Lake. Yep. You don't know how to drive at Deer, Deer or at uh, Mississippi Thunder until you get out there for hot laps.
1: No, I like I said, I'm looking forward to it, Mark. It's going to be a blast and. We just need everybody to go. We need to grow this series back into a traveling series, what it was meant to be.
0: Yes, and absolutely. And big shout-out to Josh Holberg, driver of the 135. He had a big hand in getting us down there this year to Mississippi Thunder. So, uh, yeah, July 14th, 500 to win, non-wing sprint cars, UMSS style. Let's put on a show from boys. Let's uh and gals, and gals. Let's get down there and uh, let's bring some cars and go have some fun. Can't wait. Heck yeah! And then uh, hey, it makes it worth it. We double dip. We're back at Cedar Lake, July fifteenth,
1: Saturday night. Back at the old uh Super Speedway Resort, Spa, and Casino, and yeah. nightclub. It'll be fun, man. Just uh, two nights of non-wing racing in a row. Really looking forward to it.
0: Heck yeah, we're going to bust out the old 87, man. We got the Super Tune ready?
1: Yep. Is she ready to go?
0: I think so. All right, man. Hey, we
1: still low. Uh, we're looking for that first dub of the season. We are. Let's put some oil back in it and see where she smokes from.
0: On a uh, over-under, on how many quarts oil we lost on Friday night? Three. Three? I'm going to go more. Yeah. There wasn't a lot that came out of it when we drained it. <sighs> Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, more Renegade uh, Racing update. Uh, we announced this uh, last episode on 94. We're going to do it one more time. Uh, July 20th, Thunder Hill, double dipping, non-wing and wing. Thursday Night Thunder at Thunder Hill Speedway. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You get two different divisions of sprint car racing on the go-kart track. Last year, both nights, uh, they were separated, but now they're together to combine. Got the king of the hill sitting across the uh, the table from me here, uh, swept them both. It's going to be a good show, man. I mean, double dipping, it's going to be a lot of work for you and whatnot, but I know you can handle it,
1: and uh, we should get some more good car count down there for that as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Thunder Hill, and uh, it really sucks that we had to go double duty, but... We'll see what happens, man. Um, Hopefully they can just get the track prepped, right? Everything can go go as smooth as possible. So it's going to be a lot of laps, going to be a lot of work, but it'll definitely be fun. And then also July 15th will be the first ever Badger Midget race at Thunder Hill. So That's right. It'll be exciting right. to see how that works out for them as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. I completely thank you for bringing that up, Mike. Uh, be good to see what uh, a good field of midgets will do at Thunder Hill Speedway as the gopher midgets series is trying to get up and going here in minnesota so uh that should be a good turnout as well
1: yeah it'll be interesting so if cedar lake rains out i think we'll head there and watch that
0: oh is that the plan that's what i'm thinking oh okay glad we discussed this yeah Yeah, that's news to me (laughs) (laughs) and uh one other side note uh july 22nd hibbing The Rennie Hughes Memorial. Yep. Uh, I'm telling you guys, uh, this memorial, it's been at Cedar Lake before, and then now it's ventured back towards Hibbing, uh, which was one of Rennie's favorite tracks that he went to along with Cedar Lake and a whole uh, cluster of others. This is going to be good. It's non-wing and wing combined. And... Uh, it's just it's going to a good cause, man. Uh, Jory Hughes, uh, one guy, he's been on our show. I love hanging out with Jory. Just a super humble guy. Uh, you know, great to race with and uh, always good to talk to. Um, he's putting all this thing together along with Hibbing and the Northern Renegade Sprint Car Series. Um, this is going to be a big deal. If you guys are looking for a place to go uh, that Saturday, whether it's wing or non-wing, uh, make the trek up to Hibbing because it, you're supporting a good cause. Because um, a lot of the money that's being raised for this is going to go to, it's going to the Hope Cancer Society. I think I got that right. I didn't yep. write it down on my notes. But uh, Jory is accepting donations on this. And the donations are going to, some of it's going back into the purse for Saturday night for both divisions. And then the other portion of it is going towards the Hope Cancer Society. Um, Jory doesn't have Facebook. Um, he has Instagram. But if for some reason, if you're listening to this and don't have Instagram or don't have Jory's number, uh, go through us. We'll get it over. We'll get the info from you over to Jory. Because like I said, guys, uh, Rennie was an amazing guy. He was always awesome to talk to when he was at the track. Uh, a lot of good times with Rennie and them guys back in the day. And, uh, you know, finally, the schedule is potentially playing out to where we're able to not have to worry about a race down here on our end to where we can get up there and support this. And, uh, you know, as long as the weather plays out right and everything and maybe a potential other couple things don't go through like we want them to. I mean, that's where tentatively right now we plan on being at Um, unless something else comes down. We're still waiting on word, but we'll find out. And um, it's just a great cause, guys. And like I said, Jory, great guy. His dad was a great guy. And like I said, it's all going to a good cause. So if you need to get a hold of Jory, don't have his number. Don't have him on Instagram. Go through us. We'll get the information over to him. Uh, it's going to be a good time, guys. Wing and non-wing up there. You know, sprint
1: cars at Hibbing. Um, Mike, I think you always had a good time going up to Hibbing. Yeah, Hibbing's a lot of fun. I don't think we've been – I've been up there since 2015. So, and I think we did do wing and non-wing that night. So, yeah, it would be, uh, it'd be fun to go back up there, man. We'll see what happens, but potentially that is the plan.
0: Yes, sir. July 22nd, Saturday night at Hibbing Raceway, the Rennie Hughes Memorial Race with the Northern Renegades. Sprint cars. Quick hit. World Outlaws are supposed to be at 34 on Friday. That got rained out. They went to Wilmont last night. Uh, My guy, Carson Macedo, right back where he left off. Yep. Picking up the dub. So 41 Nation, let's go.
1: He's got a lot of work to do to catch up on them points. He does, man. Yeah, but Masita looked really good. That track was pretty damn racy. It was good to see. Baylog almost had him there for a minute and he just pulled the trigger too quick and fell back. But uh also the Wisconsin Wingless put on a hell of a show out there last night as well with the 09 of Clayton Rossman picking up the wind on the last lap. So it was uh it was a pretty damn good race.
0: Heck yeah. Congratulations to them guys as well. We it's something we gotta start doing. When I do my notes, remind me to start looking up some
1: Wisconsin wingless stuff. Yeah they put on a good show man it was uh it was wild
0: Yeah no I know a lot of them guys are starting to kind of venture over and listen to what we're doing I know uh Derek Crane, Derek DC Crane. Uh, he races with them guys and whatnot. He does his uh, DC talk on like Mondays or Tuesdays on his Facebook page. Uh, that's always a good time to listen to because it it's actually, he gets a lot of different uh, 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 interviewer or interviewees to do. Yep. And uh, it's, been, it's been cool to check out. So if you guys haven't checked that out before, uh, I think it's on Mondays or Tuesdays. I think it depends on his schedule, but it's on uh, Crane Racing on Facebook and he goes live. Other than that, Cedar Lake Speedway last night, man. 65 Midwest Mods. In attendance for 5K to win. Pretty incredible. 65.
1: It's almost more than the 100. I'm, it's pretty crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love racing. Yep. But holy shit. Three B mains, B mods. Wow. I can't believe they're not racing. They're still, they're done. I know. I thought <laughs> I would still see dust flying from, <laughs> right.
0: from out Easter. Uh, you know, the, the month of money kick it off at Cedar Lake Speedway. Uh, last night was Midwest Mods turn. I think who's up next? Is it the late models that are next weekend with us on the 15th? I believe it's the late models. And then it goes, uh, modifieds and then super stocks. I'm
1: pretty sure. That's what I looked up. Pretty sure. Modifieds are the 29th. And then I think the supers are next week. I swear to God, it was late models next week. Mm, You might be right. I know the mods are the
0: 29th for sure. Okay. Okay. We didn't even talk about that. Well, let's get through this first and then we'll talk on that. $5,000 heavier in his pocket as of not even 24 hours ago in the Midwest Mod Division at Cedar Lake Speedway. Jason Vandekamp.
1: Yeah, Vandy's always been fast at Cedar Lake. He pretty much owns that place and finally pick up his first 5K payday there. It's pretty damn cool.
0: Absolutely. I mean, could you
1: imagine running for $5,000? It'd be pretty cool to be racing for $1,000. What if it was $5,000? It'd be pretty sweet, man. It would be uh, new shoes and, you know. We be uh, we be going for it. That's for sure. There won't be no. We just leave the brake pedal back at the trailer. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> Five thousand. I couldn't imagine it, man. I couldn't imagine it. Pretty cool. Uh, rounding out the other divisions, uh, your uh, USRA limited late model winner Justin Sass, uh, late models Nick Paninski, modifieds Adam Hensel, and superstocks Jesse Rudetsky. Rounding out all of the racing action at Cedar Lake Speedway for a Saturday night, and I'm not going to lie to you, as much as I would have loved to been there, sitting on my couch was the greatest thing I could have possibly done.
1: Yep, I agree with you. It was nice to not be at the racetrack for one weekend.
0: It was, you know, and uh, it just picks back up, man. Like, I, like we were talking about, uh, doubleheader next weekend, uh, July 20th, double duty at Thunder uh hit, uh, Rennie Hughes Memorial that Saturday, the twenty second. Yep. Um, there's also wind racing going on down in Mason City, which I think some of the I think uh, I saw Zach Woodis is preparing for. You might be going down there. Camel probably be down there. I'd guess Scotty and Roach and all them guys are gonna be down there. I don't know if they'll be racing, but um, they'll be down there. Uh, there's some good money on the line down there with the wind series that weekend, and uh, you never know.
1: Yeah, you never know what could happen. I'll have to check the radar, but it'd be pretty cool to go down there. Two days at the same track, Friday and Saturday in Mason City, Iowa.
0: Yes, absolutely, man. And then uh July twenty ninth. Uh we didn't even hit on this. Like we were talking about with the five K to win. I'll let you kind of elaborate on this. You have more
1: information out than I do. I've just seen the I've seen the teaser video. What do you what do you got for July twenty ninth? Yeah, it looks like uh they're gonna have the Tommy Kramer Limo service there for the twenty ninth. purse for the wing cars, so That'll be pretty cool. Um, Just some stuff that Donahue Designs is doing for that race. So it looks like there's going to be some more money. So, you know, mid-season championship is where it is. And that used to always be a huge race back in the day growing up. So... Pat's doing some deals with Cedar Lake and really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen that night. So and then also, like I said, shout out to my dad. It'll be his birthday. So it seems like his birthday always falls on a Saturday. It's uh, pretty incredible. So happy birthday, Eileen. Yep. So we'll see what happens, man. Looking forward to that. So uh, I'm sure Pat will have the, the limos out there for that night. So and Tommy Kramer I'm sounds sure. like he'll be in attendance. That's. I mean, I haven't gotten full word, but uh, I think I, I saw that. So. Dude, looking forward to it. Another double duty night, wings and non-wings that night. So July 29th, Cedar Lake Speedway. Oh, it is both, isn't it? Yep. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, this is. I thought we were done with double duty nights, but now Thunder Hill, and now the July 29th, maybe the 22nd. Holy smokes. all of the one hundred. So there's actually a lot more left than I thought there was. So.
0: Yeah, there is. Like I didn't even think about that, but actually, so you reminded me of that. I wonder if, you remember earlier in June when the non-wings
1: got booted? Yep. Is this the makeup for that? No, it's on the schedule. Was it? Yeah. I swear to God, it was only Wings that weekend. I thought so, too. But, yeah, no, it's definitely on the schedule. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah. Oh, so much for that. Yeah. Well, double wrenching on double cars and hopefully double trips to Victory Lane and oh, double stone cold and beers. and <laughs> <laughs> Double the fun, double the work. You know, I was telling this to Taylor and I was just like, you know what? With all this going on, it's just like we've already talked about it before. I was like, I just need to go buy a camper. Won't be a bad idea. It's like it's just getting to that point. You know, we got the dog. You know, just stay out there. Have a
1: fire. You know, you don't have to worry about nothing. We just pack up stuff in the morning. It's fun. Yeah. We haven't had a sleepover at a track in the back of the trucks all year. That's fine. It's been nice. That's fine. That's fine. My back can't handle that stuff no, anymore, man. No. I'm I, too old for that shit. I hear you. <laughs> so, nothing good happens past midnight.
0: I'm trying to hold off on the, uh, the, the back of the bed sleepover until legendary 100 weekend. <laughs> yep. So, Same
1: year, It's going to be fun. Uh,
0: I was actually, oh, who the hell was I talking to about that? Obviously, the racing starts at an absurd time, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. You know, which whatever it is. You got, well, there's only going to be nine classes of cars there. Yeah, no year. Supers this year. Yeah, you know, because there was soda sanctioned. Yep. So if you want to run your Supers, uh, you're going to have to go up to Fergus Falls.
1: Yeah, and I think that racing starts on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, have fun with that. Yep. <laughs> but uh, there's just nothing better, man. It's like, like everybody always says, it's the three. It's like our end of the year three day extravaganza.
1: It's one of the funnest weekends of the year.
0: And you know, and obviously for you, you got a double dip. But my my duties as a crew guy, and right away in the night, so I got the rest and I do whatever a
1: want. Yeah, you're done at about seven o seven. So yes! <laughs> you get to watch the other eight features this year. Hell yeah.
0: Well, no, and then all of a sudden it was a Saturday night at the World Outlaw show, you're like, check my tire pressure. And I'm like, I don't work on this car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jason, they didn't give us very much time the way it no. worked out with the Outlaw race. I mean, it's just, you're on their clock. what's their show. They're, overall, it worked out good. and Can't complain, I guess.
0: No, I just, I feel for the guys, you know, because obviously they said they were taking, what, the top 20 in yep. points from the heats. And those were the guys that were going to get locked into to the A. Well, they didn't even give them... Nobody had any time to calculate the points to make sure, because I think what I found out, like two guys that ran the B were supposed to be locked into the A, from what I heard.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's true. It's just a bunch of whiners, but it's... uh, I don't know. That's just what I heard. it's not. No, it is what it is, man. I mean, we just don't have time. We don't I mean, even when we went down to Iowa. We're, it's not our normal stuff, so we just don't have time. So they just bring, they just run the track, run it so fast, and it just sucks. Like we didn't even get the redraw for the feature. We were literally pushing the cars up to staging, and they redrew for us. So
0: yeah, and then you found out you, were st- you thought because originally
1: you thought you were starting eighth. Well, that's because they had they just had it in lineup line for passing. Yep. Points,
0: so. and then you find out you're
1: starting on a pin. Yep.
0: You know, and but the, all of that kind of plays into a factor, you know, and you and me have had these discussions about it when we've talked about the non wing car. Of, like, okay, if I'm starting here, I might set my car up a little different to run, you know, in the pack compared to if
1: I'm starting on the pin and I know I'm going to get out front. Yep. Yeah, th- th- that all plays into a factor when it comes to setup. Yeah, clean air is everything. So it'd be nice to know, but I get it sometimes. It's just not feasible.
0: Right. No, I mean, like you said, we're at the mercy of dirty vision and the woo and everything so yeah i mean that just it just was i felt bad for the guys you know like they're thinking they've got a little more time
1: and all of a sudden they're getting yelled at to get into their car yep and get out there well it's just circumstances too with three people getting dq'd for wing angle so it threw everything off and they had to readjust the lineups and and the finishing and the passing points and everything so it is what it is but i mean if if you're in the back you should know you should be getting ready for a b main if you win your heat race you know you're in the a main i mean it is common sense too and just Mm.
0: but uh no i like i said i applaud everybody i mean it it got a little chaotic there but uh you know like you know mize was doing what he had to do running around making trying to get cars up there and i mean he was busting his ass and making it all work and you know once people figured out where they were they got in their cars right away i mean it might have been a little bit of a delay but you know everybody was you know pretty on spot with it And it might have you know there's someone's always got always got something to bitch about but i feel like we we, you know for us in a whole i feel
1: like we held ourselves pretty good Nope, it was a good weekend, and it's always fun to race on Dirty Vision, so it worked out well.
0: Heck, yeah, you know what, Chase Rodman, hopefully we'll see you next year. Yep. <laughs> right on, man. Well, yeah, uh, this coming week, uh, we got the episode dropping. That'll be coming out here for you guys that just listened to it. Uh, you know, we appreciate everybody that tunes in and follows yes. along with us. Um, you know, like I said, the the what I got in response, seeing a lot of people at World of All All Weekend at Cedar Lake, uh, thank you. That's all I got to say. People were buying stickers. You know, like I said, fans were buying stickers to get, you know, the driver's fund up. Thank you for that. Yes. A lot of drivers came and found us or I went around and found you and we were getting you into the into the bonus program. Uh, Thank you for that. And the kind words we got from people. They're like, man, you know, not hearing from you guys for a couple months and then just having you guys come back. And even if we're just talking some sprint car racing and that's all we're talking about people, it, it was crazy to see the outpour of just positive feedback that we got from a lot of people at the track that weekend of just you know for support of what you and me are doing mike and i just want to say thank you to everybody
1: for that really thank you so much thanks a lot man appreciate everything and everything everybody said
0: nope we really do guys and uh hey uh you'll find us uh this friday at mississippi thunder speedway like i said uh let's see what we can do for cars and get some drivers down there we'll have some bonuses going on and uh Let's make it fun. Let's put on a good show and uh, show them what the UMSS and uh, sprint car racing is all about. Absolutely. Right on, man. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up here for us here on episode 95 of the RTS podcast. We've got to continue our Sunday fun day outside of the studios. We've got some uh, car stuff to do and some NASCAR racing to watch because I got a lot of money on the line. (laughs) Uh, But thank you so much to all of our wonderful sponsors that are here with the RTS Podcast, including our presenting sponsor, GT Transport LLC. We can't thank you guys enough for jumping on board with us and uh, supporting us along the way. Our studio sponsor, Lightspeed Equipment. Studio sponsor, uh, Donnie, man, I tell you what. I I had a mustache rocking for them two days at the track, and Donnie gave me the thumbs up and approved. And then on Sunday, I just looked in the mirror and I said, you know what, that was fun for two days and hacked it off.
1: (laughs) See you later, Pablo.
0: (laughs) it's Pedro
1: to you sir that's what it was
0: Uh, Mueller Jewelers DK Designs JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill Pretty Polished Junkie TCB Speed North the Fast Factory and Fast Factory Foundation Racing Today Taylor Jalen Photography and QualityFreightRate.com thank you so much guys appreciate you couldn't do it without you and then uh, yeah if you want to go back and listen to the other 94 episodes of this disaster that we call a podcast head on over to iHeartRadio Spotify Apple Podcast or wherever you may listen to your podcast today social media wise what do they got to do when they head over to like
1: facebook instagram tiktok youtube you know whatever What what do you want them to do mike uh just you know like follow share do that beat those buttons make it happen facebook's twitter instagram tiktok
0: yeah, you heard the man RTS podcast, RTS podcast MN. We had to throw the MN in there. Sometimes there's another RTS podcast that's out there, and I looked him up on the old Insta. Yeah, they haven't posted in like four years. It's like let me just have the handle. Yep. Because you guys are non existent. Just let me have it. It's just rude, mark. So I just I had to go with MN. So yeah, you might have to search around a little bit, but you'll find us. You'll find us on there. Beat those buttons just like the Schaefer Shuffler told you to do. The selfie king of Chisago County. There you go. That's right. I threw it in there. I threw it in there. What was, didn't we come up with another nickname for you the other day? Fuck, I don't know. Probably. God, we got to stop <laughs> pounding beers some nights just so uh. we can remember. Like, if you could literally put a microphone in front of the both of us at all times and just use whatever we talk about in the garage or in truck rides... And it would probably be two hours worth of content that I could just put together and it would it would be an episode. Just a smash episode. Wasn't that what Bree said? She's like, I'm never riding with you two in a truck ever again. Never ride with podcasters. Yeah, no, because our brains are always moving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs>
0: no, it was a good time. Uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hope everybody had a wonderful fourth. We'll see everybody this weekend at Mississippi Thunder and Cedar Lake Speedway. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya.